Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. Welcome to the program. Now, maybe you're going for a breakfast. You're getting ready to have some breakfast this morning. Yeah, you're saying, hey, I'm going to make some pancakes. I'm going to make some eggs. I'm going to make some bacon to put some ketchup on them. Shut your mouth with that. Putting that ketchup, ketchup on, on that the bacon. bacon. Listen, Ooh. Chad, we will get a divorce if you keep talking like that. Ketchup on uh, bacon. Never. Never. No. Oh, right up the paperwork, sir. <laughs> so, uh, there's times where that ketchup, you know, and just a little bit left. But there's still enough on the sides of the bottle. Yeah, you're just How like, do you get it down what to the, the hell bottom? do I do here? Yeah, what do you do? Uh, what I do is I bang it relentlessly into the countertop until something comes it. down. You spank it. Maybe you put a little bit of water I mean, in there, the, maybe? The, Some, uh, that depends. If... if if I'm mixing it in with something, I'll put a little water in there. But I don't Just like a, a water. Bit. I don't like watery ketchup. No, a, no, no. I agree. I fries agree. Fries or something like that. Yeah, like, no. Psycho. Well, it just gets a little bit right, so it just makes it a little thinner. But life hack for you, uh-huh. Chad, on how to get the ketchup out. You right. hold. You hold the bottom of the bottle. This is a plastic bottle. Yeah, because I mean, if you let this uh, a glass bottle go doing yeah. this thing yeah, this way, smash. It's gonna hurt someone You'll get or the ketchup something. Out, though. Oh, yeah, you'll be able to get it. Oh, you might chew some uh, glass with it. Sure, yeah. But what you do, yeah, Chad, yeah. is you grab it by the bottom of the, of the bottle, uh-huh. right? You're standing here. Well, I got to demonstrate. Gotta demonstrate it. Yeah. You hold it, and it's like you windmill. You Whoa. windmill it around. <laughs> Whoa, easy, easy, easy. You're prone to injury. Don't blow a rotator cuff or something. Actually, that shoulder does kind of hurt. Yeah, right exactly. Now too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess it gets all the ketchup down to the bottom. That makes sense. Yeah. Centrifugal force. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy, That's told me right. that. You, you, you remember that. Seriously, catch up on bacon. Chad and Evan Daily. All right. Are you happy? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a happy guy? You're happy with nah, that? Miserable. We talked yeah. about this. It's easier to live life being angry than it is happy. It sure is. Because you got to focus on all the positives. Yeah. If, you just, if you just look at the negatives, it's so much easier because they're right there Let for you. the quicksand of life take you away. And pull you down deeper and deeper every single day into a pit of absolute sorrow. That's dark, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, so in Germany and, and Switzerland, oh, that's uh, the Germans are happy. A team of researchers from those countries have conducted a comprehensive study involving over 460,000 participants. Wow. That's a lot. To determine when people feel the happiest in their lives. Now, I like this study because of how many people are in it. It's not a small yeah. group. That's right. 460,000. So you know that's that a this, lot. this should be fairly accurate. Twice the size of Regina. So they focused on three components here. Life satisfaction. Okay. Positive emotional states and negative emotional states. Right. All right. So they revealed that life satisfaction decreased between the ages of 9 and 16. And then okay. increased slightly until age 70 before declining again at age 96. So they say, 
between the age of 9 and 16, you kind of don't really love life. But that's because right. you're a teenager. You're Listen, you're you're changing. Right. Yeah, I don't want to learn. I don't want to have to educate you on this because I don't think I'm allowed to anymore. But like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, you know what happens at that age. I don't yeah. think I'm allowed to talk about it, am I? Uh, yeah, it's called puberty and it oh, doesn't matter which way you're going. <laughs> Evan, you can't talk about it in public. You can. So, uh, but it does make sense that, you know, life gets better until 70. And then after that, uh, you're Yeah, well, then you get your butt wiped then you by start, someone else. Well, and then you're starting to worry about the death. Yeah. Uh, positive emotional states showed a general decline through life from ages 9 to 94. So, it, it, what? That doesn't make any sense. You just told me the opposite. Well, I was just going to say, study. what happens between 16 and 70? Uh, they say that it's it increases slightly until age 70, but then it just told me that it doesn't. Stupid chat GPT summarizing this article for me. Uh, anyway, uh, the over, overall, the study suggested that different aspects of subjective well-being have distinct patterns across a lifetime, so the results could help tailor efforts to promote happiness at different age groups with a particular focus on the well-being of individuals over 70. So what they're saying is, you summarize it better than chat GPT here. Every single, what me. they're saying is, is every single person is different, and this study is absolute horse crap. Chad and Evan Daily. Dating co-workers can go horribly wrong. As they say, dipping your pen in the company ink. That's right. However, I should point out that my wife, my wife, former co-worker, I, uh... Yeah, Let's yeah. continue. <laughs> so this is uh, so, but TikTok, they yeah. condone it. Many companies do not like their employees fraternizing in that way. There's a lot of different people around like, the TikTok building. <laughs> Bless you, Chad. Excuse me. No COVID. Um, but they say that they, they've actually started up a matchmaking service within TikTok. Oh, and this is not like for TikTok on. users. This is for employees. They have a, a software called Lark. It's the, what they use for their work chats and yeah. document hosting calendars, it's, video conferencing, it, that kind of thing. It now offers matching matchmaker services. I mean, they're, they're the probably they're, they're young. I'm going to assume that yeah, most yeah. people that work at TikTok are quite young. Oh, I would. Yeah. And yeah. they can't talk to people in person. Right. Right. They can't look them in the eyes. That's the thing. You know, that, that's why they have this within the building, because yeah. it's a way for them to kind of converse. Right. And, and talk and eventually talk in person. Maybe if they if they get the courage to talk to another person while looking them in the eye. Right. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I envision a lot of, like, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm being stereotypical, all right? Maybe maybe we're looking into stereotypes here. But I'm, guess, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that, like, uh, that TikTok employees are probably a little nerdy. Little, uh, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to guess that. No? I'm going to say they're quite hip. Chad, they're hip. Uh-huh. They're up with the times. They set the fashion trends. You know, they're maybe the ones that started, hey, what if we take a fanny pack and instead of wear, wearing it on our waist, we put it across our shoulder? Maybe that was someone that works at TikTok. That seems like a young hip thing. Maybe we I should wear Crocs wearing, and socks. Yeah, people are socks into Socks and that. sandals. The Birkenstocks, the, and which the are socks, good for old people and in their the backs. socks all the way up to their, uh, to their knees. The tube socks. You can yeah. do more than just, you know, <laughs> use them to cleaning up a mess. <laughs> Protests across the uh, country are... They continue protests and counter protests over gender diversity. Like, look at this. The highlights on TV. Man, people are angry, hey? Like, the, like, actual getting very physical with the counter protests and 
in, in the actual protests as well. Can we all just take a beat? You know, like, just, just calm down. Take a breath. Everybody needs to just... And, and the thing with the protests now, well, I shouldn't say now. Protests have always been something of, uh, they get very physical a lot of times, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you look at protests, and now finally in Canada, like, you look at what happens in, well, the States, Europe, especially. Yeah. Protests are massive there. Protests in Canada are starting to get quite huge, too. But it's always the, it's, it's very right-wing, left-wing, and I hate to bring that into it all. No, but, it always ends up. But like it always that. ends up that way. And I always And laugh. it's always and it's not in the middle. It's always no. the extremes yeah. in a lot of ways. Like, there's it, no I've said this before. I don't know. Our country has no moderation anymore. There's there no, is none. There's nobody in the middle. There's nobody no. that looks at it from both sides and goes, "Hey, because that would be the right way to do it." The right For way sure. to do it would be to look at every argument and then some meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But nobody wants to meet in the middle anymore. That's not no. a thing. Because it, guess what? First off, in media, I will say it too. That doesn't attract ratings. No, meeting no. in the middle, everybody get on, getting along. That doesn't Why attract can't ratings. We be friends. <laughs> also, it doesn't it doesn't qualm any sort of. You like that? You like people like the aggression. They, they like love the they, controversy, they, and they like the feeling of conflict. Nobody wants yes. to say they do, but they love that. They love having something to stand behind. Everyone says, "I love to avoid drama." No, you no, don't. You, you love don't. the drama. And you know what? It's hilarious, too. When you see, watch the coverage of all these protests. And this is not just this protest. This is every protest. Mm-hmm. What they do is they find the most extreme person on each side. Yeah. And then put that. a microphone in front of their face. Yeah. And they go, what do you think of this? Like yesterday. 100%. Yesterday I laughed. It's like, first off. They'll have people from, you know, they'll have the protesters yesterday and they'll find, they'll always find somebody in camouflage, (laughs) somebody somebody in camouflage, (laughs) somebody who's overweight. They're usually wearing like cut off shorts or something and they'll talk to them and and then that person's like, I've never been at a protest. (laughs) And then they'll get the yesterday, they'll get the counter protesters and what they always have colorful hair and they've always, and it's just like. And they've always got goofy, like, hipster glasses on. And it's mm-hmm. just like, they have to find the ideal. And they look for it, too. They go to these things. They oh, go, yeah. who's the stereotypical person we on that will side? find them and talk to them. Yeah, we're going to find them, and we're going to put a camera right in front of their face, right when they're fired up, and they're the most angry yeah. they've been. Let's talk to them have now. You, have you ever gone to a protest, though? No, I protest protests. Absolutely. And like I said, I would love to protest the protests. Yeah. That would be one of my favorite things. <laughs> Protesting protests? Yeah. yeah. You're protesting now, the protests that are protesting the protests. Now, keep in mind, you are. it is fully within your rights to protest. 100%. And we would never say that you should not protest. I am all for you believing and standing up for what you believe in. But the idea of protesting a protest is hilarious. 4.9 The Wolf with Chad and Evan. So they're saying, according to Stats Canada, they're saying younger Canadians are not having children. I believe that. Uh, it's become a major issue, and it uh, could lead to the future of our nation. Like, listen, this is the future of our nation. We are, we, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, uh, why aren't people between the ages of 15 and 29 thinking of kids? 15? Well, thinking of kids. You know, like 15-year-olds, oh. a lot of 15-year-olds. I remember when I was 15 or when, you know, you'd have the talk and you'd be like, yeah, I'll have kids. Of course I'm going to have kids. But now, not me. That's not a conversation anymore. What? Yes, your hand is up, Evan. Go oh, ahead. Uh, it's because of how expensive everything is. Chad. You got that right. That's got a lot to do with it. They said economic instability, also mental health, 
right? And Which all ties into each other. Dealing with lingering disruptions from COVID-19. They say a lot of the people say, listen, I got to wait for all this up. stuff to clear up. I got to wait. It's you not might going be waiting anywhere. a long time. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, no, just get over it because it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's sticking around. Also, they say uh, like the that, bubonic plague. that uh, you know, if their fertility issues are a thing, good luck being able to afford any sort of uh, treatment uh, treatment for that. Right. Uh, that, that's also becoming an issue, too. So, yeah, I mean, uh, they honestly, s- like the, the how expensive everything is, mm-hmm. is going to be, I, I have to say, that's number one. I have to go, I'm going to guess that's number one. Oh, yeah. That's the number one thing people pointed out was right. just the affordability or lack thereof. Well, you look, well, I guess now with daycare and stuff, that's a big, that's a big saving. Yeah. For the, if you can get into one. Yeah. But also, you know, you, you probably it's not as easy to go and make a living anymore when you no. have kids, uh, especially. And there's an unfair pressure on women for that, too. Right. But then you look at uh, the states. The states is even worse. They have to. How much do they pay to even just have a kid? Well, so do we. It's called taxes. Well, <laughs> what, Evan? That's not Free how this works. Child. Come on. <laughs> Today is Thursday, September 21st. It is. Big day. It is National Miniature Golf Day. What? Yeah, that's right. It has its own day because Come everything on. has its own day. I'm going real golfing today. You are going out at, real out golfing. Out of Deer today. Valley with some special guests. Yeah. You're going to go out and have some fun, huh? Yeah. You're going to go out and uh, do the whack and the F and the whack and the F. Oh, there'll be a lot more F than there will be whack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, but miniature golf is a horrific sport, and I think it what? should burn in hell forever. I love mini golf. Nope. Great to it. do with the family. Except for the no, fact that a child could beat you. Yeah, I think it totally sets off all the uh, all of the, the the power ranking within the home. I, I I think it's bad news. You don't want your kids beating you at sports. No. Okay. No, and you don't and you don't let them beat you at anything. No. Children need to learn how to lose, especially in to. this day and age. And I find it's best too when you talk about how much they suck while they're losing. Absolutely. Yeah. When they're Absolutely. losing, you say, "Hey." Why aren't you better at this? You're horrible. Man, this is terrible. Jeez, why don't you give up? Who taught you how to play Yahtzee? Wow, kid can't even not hit the windmill when he's putting. Oh, we're talking about that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So you're right, though. It is a a power thing in the house when it comes to mini golf because you could take all the time in the world to line up a putt in mini golf. Mm -hmm. The kid will walk up there, put the ball down, hit it, hole in one, and you get a four. Right. I know. And here's another thing, too. You'll always get the one overly aggressive child that thinks they're on a full-blown golf course while they're there, and they f- walk the, around and, with a full set of clubs. Uh, no, no, but they oh. do the they do the full swing, and then the ball ends oh, up going right. all willy-nilly all yeah. over the course. Yeah, I don't like that. And also another thing I don't like about mini golf courses. What? Number eighteen. It's never a hole. They always have a. They always no, have goes a, in a. You could win yeah, this. Good in the clown nose, and you can win a free round. Of, uh, that's not what I want. I, I want another hole so that I could catch up. Yes. To my children that are beating me mercilessly. Parenting isn't easy. You know that. Gosh, no. It's uh, Listen, it's about uh, juggling uh, things around in your life, and sometimes things just don't go the way you want them to when it comes to uh, your child care and daycares and things like that, okay? So, uh, Counselor Dan LeBlanc attended the September 13th council meeting with his two-year-old daughter. Okay. All right? She was sitting with him in his seat. On council. Right. Uh, He said, 
quote, my daughter's daycare closes at 5.30 p.m. We have two children, a baby and a toddler, and simply bedtimes don't line up. So it's not feasible for my wife to put the baby to sleep while the toddler is at home. Okay? If they're throwing it in front of the TV, give him some goldfish. Right. Well, I mean, he could do that, sure. But And then uh, Counselor Bob Hawkins, this was last week at last week's council meeting. Uh-huh. He, uh, he asked that LeBlanc remove the child from what he called a council circus. Which it has been quite a bit here in the Queen City. He said, in general terms, it's, he told CTV News this, in general terms, it's not appropriate for a young child, a toddler, to be on the debating floor of council. Right. I think it's not fair to the toddler. That was a fairly vigorous meeting. There was shout outs from the crowd, some words that I wouldn't use on television being spoken. Now, hmm. I will admit, in the past, I have not been so nice to either counselor, but especially nice. Dan LeBlanc, mm-hmm. okay? Because mm-hmm. I've always said that I think he's a little bit of an ass disturber, and sometimes he does things just to bring drama. Just into for fun. Them. Yeah, right. Yeah. However, what, would I try and find an alternate way to take care of my... Yes, absolutely. Okay? Maybe that wasn't available to him. However, I think you know when these meetings are scheduled, but that's okay. Okay? Right, right. Fine. Babysitters are expensive, though, too. Sure. You know? Like, yes. But I will defend him in this in this way. He is absolutely right when he said, uh, I've been bringing my daughter to council to meetings that go after 5 o'clock, certainly since this new baby of ours was born six months ago, and nothing was raised in the past. I'm the parent of that child, and Counselor Hawkins can stay out of my way as I do that. I agree. It's his kid. All right? I know your concern. Was the kid being loud or obnoxious during the meeting? I don't think so. That's not what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is he's concerned about what... Bob Hawkins is concerned about what that child was hearing. Well, I mean, great thing is, the kid has her parent sitting right there. Right. With her. And I'm sure if the child was acting up, he would have moved the child right. out and or, deal with or, it. And of course... I mean, if you're if the child is in a situation that he feels isn't appropriate for the child, remove the child from the meeting. Right. But I just I hate it when people try and parent other people's kids. Right. It's like, like for instance, it takes I, a village. I, chat. It, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe the village should do more work. But the thing is, I know that my uh, like even my kids, I let them listen to whatever music they want. Swears and all. I don't care mm-hmm. because I've always been of the mindset that swears are swears. They're words. You just, the, it's not that you can't say them. You just need to learn when and when. where you can't say them. Yes. Okay. Yes, right. Absolutely. That, so, but I've had people criticize me over that before. Oh, and yeah. I just kind of go, you know what, whatever. Your kids can listen to Fred Penner. Mm-hmm. Mine too, Nothing because wrong Fred, Fred Penner's Penner. rocking and That's my kids right. will always listen to Fred Penner. Yeah. But my kids can also listen to Rage Against the Machine. Absolutely. And F you, I won't do what you tell me. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.